Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a 501c3 nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings and recognition. Visit us at wijsf.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC.
Afternoon. This is Diva JC here in beautiful South Florida. I drove all the way down from Atlanta yesterday, and uh, wow, it was gloomy when I left Atlanta, but beautiful when I got from Florida. And my guest today is Rita Graham, who is in Atlanta. We're going to have to bring her down to South Florida. So let's bring her in. You were listening to Magic Melody. Hi, Rita. Hello, Diva JC. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm happy to be here in Florida, girl. It's so beautiful here. I went to the beach. I didn't go in the water, but just by the seaside. Oh, it's beautiful. Yes. You're going to have to come down here now. <laughs> I've, been all, I've been all over Florida. I loved every bit of it. Yeah. So listen, Rita, um, tell us about Magic Melody. Well, that was written by the uh, pianist um, who was with me for five years um, as a Sunday night band at the Sambuca Jazz Cafe. And um, it was his suggestion that we record live um, the album Rita Graham Live at Sambuca Atlanta. And he co-produced with me, and he plays magnificently. And he wrote that song for his wife, Mindy Graham, and I just fell in love with it. And um, we included it that night that um, we were recording. Okay, now, you have something really exciting coming up uh, with your new with your movie, We Are King. So I want you to tell everybody about that. Oh, that's, that's magical. Um, my my partner and my friend is a blues guitarist, the singer, Sammy Blue. And we've been working together for, um, let's see, since 2006. Yeah, 2006. And uh, he got a song in Clint Eastwood's uh, last movie, Trouble with the Curve. And he's a uh, park musician. He sings a song that he wrote in the park. Well, the producer of We Are Kings had been trying to make the movie for a while. He was in the process of just beginning to shoot some footage with a Chicago blues man named Magic Slim. And he soon realized that Magic Slim was probably too ill to finish the movie, which which he was, as it turned out. He expired, uh, passed on, um, just after the movie was shot. So uh, the producer, his name is Toby Hubner, he was in the process of trying to find someone to replace Magic Slim. He lives in Paris. He went into a theater in Paris and saw Sammy Blue as the uh, blues musician in the park. And he went on YouTube and he found Sammy and came to Atlanta. And Sammy dragged me along because uh, my character plays Sammy's wife in the film. My, my um, 
My name is Lily King, and Sammy is I.B. King. And it's a family musical. It was shot in a real hurry, as you were probably able to tell. <laughs> but uh, it has an adorable premise, um, lovely multi-generational um, blues performers, um, John Boogie Long and uh, Bianca Ryan, who is the other female in the movie. She's uh, won America's Got Talent um, the first season when she was 11 years old. And I think she just turned uh, 22, just turned 20, 21 or 22. But um, it's it's a wonderful movie. We have a um, positive uh, review from the Dove, the Christian Foundation that reviews uh, movies, and they seem to like it. It doesn't have any um, urban uh, drugs or murders or violence or anything like that in it. Okay, and you have a premiere coming up. Tell us about that. Yes, this is very exciting. We're going to have, I wish you were going to be here, Diva JC. You'd be perfect on the red carpet. We've got a red carpet and a lot of guests are coming. John Boogie Long lives in Louisiana. He's coming. We've got an after party after the, the showing of the film. The premiere is October 22nd at the Landmark Theater in um, Atlanta. And the after party is going to be at the world-famous, legendary (laughs) uh, Northside Tavern, which has been a a mecca for Atlanta blues artists for many years. So it it, it should be a wonderful thing. We're going to do a concert uh, after the movie shows with John Boogie Long and the band that uh, is usually there on Thursday nights called the Breeze Kings. So um, it should be a lot of fun. We're very excited about it. Okay, now, Rita, let's take us back. You worked with the legendary big band leader, Harry James. Tell us how yes. you got to Harry James. Oh, yeah, it was, everything in my life has been like that, just up from right out of the blue. Friend of mine who lives in Germany, Jan Harrington, was dating Sonny Payne, the famous drummer, jazz drummer, Sonny Payne, who had been with the Basie Band for many years before he joined Harry James. So anyway, he um, they came to my house. I had a house in the Hollywood Hills, and uh, he said, "You're sitting here," and I said, "Yeah." And uh, so I put up the uh, Ray Charles had produced an album for me of uh, standards. American Songbook, um, which was a, an amazing gift, an amazing blessing. I found out that I'm the only female artist with a major production that he produced himself on his on his label, Tangerine Records. So the album at that time was only about two years old. It was when I just recorded it. And uh, I had just left the Ray Charles show. Um, I had just uh, stopped being a Ray Lat. It was going all over the place with a whole lot of people was not what I wanted to do with that album, you know. And uh, Sonny said, uh, oh, I love this. Let me take this to Harry and uh, just see what happens. And that was like over the weekend. Uh, Tuesday I got a call from Las Vegas 
uh, from Harry's manager. Uh, if you want this job, you've got to be here on Thursday. <laughs> so I had two days to get myself together. And my ex-husband, who was a brilliant arranger, sat down and just began to write me four of my own charts. When I got with the band, though, I used some of the charts that he had already from Ernie Wilkins and, I mean, uh, uh, Juan Tizol, uh Frank Foster, and some really wonderful wonderful charts so uh but i had my own uh, on my website uh com. the in the video section the um performance with harry james of charade that was my ex-husband's arrangement it it was it was a wonderful moment i set my arrangements on the podium because i had never met harry i got there before he did and i set my arrangements and harry was tall and he had great big giant eyes, and he didn't smile much. <laughs> and he, he came out on, on stage, and uh, he said, what's this? And I said, oh, oh, those those are my arrangements, Mr. James, sir. And he looked at the charade was on top. He went through it for about two minutes, and he just began to count off. One, two, three, what? And that arrangement is as um, charade is on my website. So I stayed with the band until and I got so you you toured with Harry James. Where were some of the places that you um performed with him? All over Florida. Well, we did um uh, jazz societies and uh hotels and venues of, of all kinds, auditoriums and clubs. And um we did, uh, I went to London, uh, to, well, to England, the U.K., because we worked all over. We did a whole theater circuit in London for some promoters. We did uh, the eastern seaboard of the United States and uh, clubs, nightclubs, places like that in California. But when I started with Harry, we had 16 weeks a year at the Desert Inn in Las Vegas. And we were back-to-back with uh, Billy Daniels. It was a wonderful experience hearing him sing every night. Um, I stayed with him for close to three years. And then I got an offer that was um, three, four times the money that Harry was paying me. <laughs> and uh, so, and the band, uh, by that time, was beginning to slow down. They had less, less and less work. When the uh, Zuma Corporation, Howard Hughes, Corporation bought the Desert Inn and several other casinos in Vegas. They took uh, all the musicians off the roster and closed the uh, small lounges. And the small lounges were like mini showrooms, and they um, put Kino in in those spaces. I guess they were more cost efficient. And Um, so who did you go with? More money. Oh, I went to uh I went to the Far East for a promoter, uh all over the Far East. I did uh, Tokyo, Okinawa, uh Taiwan, um and um Manila. And the Intercontinental Hotels, um in some places, some military did a lot of military bases. Uh, it was a wonderful tour. It was great. 
And um, now, rewind back to when you met Ray Charles. Where were you when you met Ray Charles? Well, I went to uh, Australia, to Sydney, Australia, with a book band. It was the strangest thing. I had run into a, a guy that had just moved to L.A. who uh, was from St. Louis. His name was Chuck Rowan. Brilliant singer. The B3. Played B3. Uh, the band that he had included uh, Jimmy Gadsden, who later became the, the drummer on all the Bill Withers recordings. A great, great, great drummer. And um, he had a guitarist named Cal Green that had been one of the, uh, had filled in for Hank Ballard of the Midnighters and had done all kinds of things. They were, everybody was really, really good singers. It was a great trio. And uh, when I met Chuck Rowan, it just so happened by coincidence that he and I had outfits. And that was in the days when, you know, you wore gowns. His uh, smoking jackets, he was very handsome, and his smoking jackets, were in the same colors, and two of them were the same fabric as two of my gowns. It was the strangest thing. I'm like, how did that happen? So uh, we could get on the phone and say, well, you're wearing the black and silver tonight? Well, no, let's wear the the, the uh, turquoise. Uh, are we going to wear black and gold? Are we going to wear, you know, we could coordinate our outfits. It was like we were just born to work together. So we were working around L.A., doing a cover, straight covers. I was opening with uh, Respect, Rita Franklin's Respect, and we were doing all kinds of uh, duets. Um, and uh, I just happened to be on the street at Sunset and Vine and ran into an agent that I had never done any work for. I just I just knew him because I would see him out in a lot, a lot, a lot of clubs in, in Los Angeles in the late 60s. And um, oh, okay. Now you you've written some of your own music, right? But let me tell you what he said. He said, "If you've got a band, I can send you to Australia." And that's when I had a band, and that's when I went to Australia, and that's where I met Ray Charles. Okay. All right. How long? How long were you with Ray? I was signed to the company for two years. It was a little over a year with making the album Rita Graham uh, Vibrations that he produced. And then I spent a few months as a Raylette. Um, by that time, that whole entourage, huge, big show thing, I, and I was too uh, unsophisticated to really understand uh, that that whole vibration and um, I, I I didn't like it. I didn't I didn't like it. And Ray Charles was famous for paying a whole lot less than most bands. And I I, I was making more money working in town in in Los Angeles than I was as a Raylette. And uh, then when I had the album too, I thought, well, this I had an attorney that said to me, Johnny Cochran's first partner. He said, look, if you uh, if you don't act really quickly on this album, you know, while you're running around being a Raylette, uh, you're not going to be able to generate any any kind of excitement about your about your career. So he got me out of the deal with uh, with Ray Charles, and um, it was fine. It suited me just fine because I went right into a a, 
little gig in Los Angeles that was paying almost twice what I was making as a relay. All right, now tell mm-hmm. us, you you write your own music, right? Don't haven't you written songs? Uh, yes, yeah, some. I'm more, mostly a lyricist. I'm not, uh, um, uh, you know, I'm not a composer as such. I wrote uh, Wonder the, the lyrics to Wonder Worker on the um, Live at Sambuca CD. So I've written lyrics with many, many uh, composers, with about seven composers, and I wrote uh, the song is, that is on the We Are Kings in the movie soundtrack. It's just on the soundtrack. It's on the CD. It's called uh, Because of You. It It is not in the movie. I don't know how he did that, but it's on the soundtrack. And it's also on my website on the um, slideshow at the, on the first page of my website, readagram.com. Okay, now I just want our audience to know that you are our two. 195th member of Women in Jazz South Florida, and I had to pull teeth to get you. <laughs> As no, member, no, but we no. are so proud to have you. You know the commercial where your budget talks to the guy, the budget is talking to the lady, or the budget is talking to the guy. No, my budget was talking to me, but I, I'm very pleased to be a member of this fabulous organization. And I thought I was number 395, not 295. No, you're not, you're not 395. You're 295. We didn't get to 300 yet, but we're going to get there. But, Rita, tell us more about the, the debut. Give us the date, the place, and a little bit more about the movie. The premiere of We Are Kings, it's so exciting, is uh, at the Landmark Theater on Monroe and Mid- Atlanta, Midtown, and it is Thursday, October 22nd, and the tickets can be obtained on T www, T as in Twilight, U, G, G, uh, dot com search we are kings um they're going to stop selling the tickets the tickets are twelve dollars they're going to stop selling the tickets on the 12th of october i don't know why they're doing that but um the tickets will be going really really fast now that we're getting close to the deadline of when they're going to stop selling them uh the movie is a comedy musical uh features blues a uh, little folk, a uh, little soul, a beautiful little gospel tune, old, old, old gospel tune um, uh, is is included, you know, in the soundtrack. Um, we have also Price Watkins, who is a 16-year-old, well, he might be 17 now, uh, rapper, delightfully charming, lovely, personality. He's with a group called History in the Making. And he's on tour, three guys, three young guys, you know, late teens. Um, He won't be able to uh, attend the premiere because he's on tour. And I think, I don't know where Bianca is right now, but she has another commitment as well. Um, 
Okay. So it'll just be just in one minute. I need you to tell us what would you advise a young woman coming into this business? One minute, go. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Listen to other singers. Sing with men. Listen to the sound of your voice. Get accustomed to what your voice will do. Learn, learn material. Play an instrument if you can. Playing an instrument, I think, makes much better singers because of just note selection, just the the, the notes that, that a singer who plays an instrument chooses to sing, um, much, much more unique than the average singer. Uh, and listen, learn and sing as much as you can. We're going to listen to your lyrics, Wonder Worker. Thank you for being my guest. I love you. And everybody go to RitaGraham.com. So here we go. Wonder Worker with Rita Graham. Thank you, John. Thank you.
WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a 501c3 nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events.